Welcome to the Balanced Upline Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Carmichael, and I am here because I wanted to create the perfect podcast, the one I wish I had when I first started my network marketing journey. So here we will talk about strategy, skill set, mindset, and social media to take your business from part-time to full-time. Stay tuned. Welcome back, you guys. Episode two of the Balanced Upline podcast. And I think this podcast is going to help so many people. This episode is so needed. And I honestly had a whole different concept drawn out. I was ready to talk about a whole different topic, but many things led me to talk about self-sabotage. And so in this episode, we are going to talk about what is it? What does it look like? I'm going to tell you a quick story how I overcame it. We're going to talk about what causes it. And then finally, I have five ways to overcome it because I know you can because I did. So let's get started. What is self-sabotage? Self-sabotage are behaviors or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do and achieving what you want to achieve. So basically, it's getting in your own way. And this can look like many things. So self-sabotage can look like blaming others, giving up when things don't go as smoothly as we like, staying in unhealthy relationships, procrastination, getting close to a goal and then quitting, telling a negative story about ourselves, or not trying. So self-sabotage can come in so many different ways. They often are excuses. So maybe we tell ourselves, but I'm broke, but I don't have enough time, but I have kids, but I'm shy. There are so many excuses we tell ourselves and we get in our own way because it makes us feel better. So when I, self-sabotage started for me at a young age. When I was growing up in the 90s, the early 2000s, there were lots of movies out like um, Legally Blonde, um, Clueless, um, let's see, several like teen movies where the main character was a dumb blonde. And I was one of maybe a few girls in my class that had blonde hair and kind of, you know, dressed that part. And I... It didn't take long for me to get labeled a dumb blonde. And I started to identify with that, which at first was whatever. It was like, you know, I was a cheerleader and I was just, you know, kind of like playing the part, I guess. Um, I believe that story about myself. And it ultimately ended in me not trying in school. I didn't do my homework a lot of the times. You know, it was kind of just like a joke. Um, Even teachers kind of would make comments about it too. And so that followed me all the way into my 20s, all the way into adulthood to where it affected my job, where my bosses would make comments. You know, it was like kind of like funny, like, oh, she's ditzy. She's cute. And that's not who I am, obviously. You know, I'm here on this podcast, you know, talking about business and um, self-sabotage, you know, like self-development. Like, this is who I am. I am not a a ditzy, dumb blonde. And so I'm going to tell you how I overcame it. Um, But first, 
we're going to talk about common causes because this podcast is about you, not about me. But I do want to tell you how I overcame it. So five common causes of self-sabotage. Number one, trauma. So these can be phrases that defended you and made you feel better during a rough time. So maybe during your childhood, you would justify your parents fighting or your parents getting a divorce because, you know, marriage doesn't work or something like that. So number one is trauma. Number two is toxic relationships. So toxic relationships, staying with somebody longer than you should, even though it's not good for you. Maybe you have a friend that talks about you behind your back, but you continue being friends with that person, you know, keeping people around that just aren't good for you. Number three, fear of failure. And I think this one is so common for so many people because if you don't try, you can't fail. And not trying is a huge, huge form of self-sabotage. You know, you, if you don't apply for your dream job, of course you won't get it. You know what I mean? So it's just that fear of failure, that fear of rejection. And I see it a lot in network marketing. People are afraid to even put their opportunity, their products, themselves out there because they're afraid of what people are going to say. They're afraid of the failure. They're afraid of rejection when really... If you don't let failure be even an option, it's not going to happen. Like, the only way for me to fail is to quit. And I know that. So I'm the only one that can keep me, you know, I'm, I'm the only one that has that power. So I can't fail. It's my only way to fail is to quit. And I'm not going to quit. Number four, the need for control. So this is like feeling safe and controlling the situation, even if we know the outcome is self-sabotage, even if we know that it's harmful. So take the example for getting close to a goal and then quitting. You didn't hit your goal, but you were in control of not hitting your goal. You know what I mean? So we have to be so, so aware And number five, patterns learned in childhood, which that's what I was talking about. That's where mine started was childhood. So it's a lot. And this can show up in ways like, you know, maybe you used to always miss the school bus (laughs) and you were always late for school. You were always late for class. And then that follows you to, you know, you're always late for your job. You're always late for, you know, classes in college. And it carries with you all the way because you never broke that identity that I'm just late. It's just part of who I am. No, it's not. You can break that at any time. So I'm going to repeat those five things, those five um, patterns of what or those five common causes of what can cause self-sabotage. And then we will talk about how to overcome it. So number one, trauma. Number two, toxic relationships. Number three, fear of failure. Number four, need for control. Number five, patterns learned in childhood. So 
How do we overcome it? Number one, identifying the behavior. And this is so hard. It's so hard because we get defensive when we call ourselves out or especially when other people call us out. But we cannot move forward until we are aware of what we are getting, how we are getting in our own ways. So this is something I see in myself sometimes. Like starting this podcast was, um, it took me a lot longer than it should because of, and I talked about this in the first episode, things that I told myself, I held myself back. But I identified those behaviors and I got it done. I got I started moving forward. So I see this a lot in my team when they say things like, you know, the the trainings, I can never make the trainings live and I just don't resonate with recorded videos. And it's like, what? Like that is so limiting. That is just, you're just getting in your own way. You know, like the trainings are meant to be recorded for you to watch at your own leisure, to work this business at your own time, not to, you know, watch every training while it's live, while it's being recorded. Like you just have to recognize those, those traits, those things that you're telling yourself, those limiting beliefs. So it comes in many different forms, but number one, identifying the behavior. That's how we are going to move past. Number two, Find an accountability partner or community. And I personally wouldn't have even started this podcast without having a coach hold me accountable. I know not everyone can afford a marketing coach, but um, if you need a free community, you can join my Facebook group on Facebook. Um, it's called the Balanced Upline Podcast Community, and we are talking about self self-sabotage all week long. And every week we have a different topic. We talk about this podcast. We talk about um, going a little bit deeper than this podcast and live trainings. And we would love to have you there. But when my coach asked me my goals for the next 12 months, I put on there having a podcast and she said, cool, when's the launch date? (laughs) And, you know, next thing I know, I'm telling her July 14th and we got it rolling. So having an accountability partner, I think is huge. Someone to keep you from getting in your own way or, you know, a whole community. That's, that's great too. Number three, learn what it is that's making you tick. So maybe say you're in network marketing, you're getting embarrassed about posting about your business or posting on Facebook, posting about your product, because it reminds you of getting bullied as a kid. Maybe as a kid, you didn't really want to stand out at all. So you wore plain clothes, you know, you you just did everything normal because of something that somebody would have said to you one time, which now makes you feel like, I just want a normal job. I don't want to have my own business. I don't want to, you know, be vulnerable. I don't want to, I don't want to be present online. I just want a regular nine to five job. So learn what makes you tick maybe even the cause, the root of what started it. So that way we can move past. Number four, this is a good one, getting comfortable with failure. So if you are in network marketing, maybe this will look like people telling you no. No to your opportunity, no to your products. 
And I want you to think of you being a server at a coffee shop. And you ask somebody, would you like more coffee? And they say no. (laughs) Would you get offended? No. No, no, no. It's not personal. And a lot of the times, it's about the timing. It's not the right timing for them. So move on. You know, keep that relationship Get comfortable with the failure. Get comfortable with the no's. It brings you closer to your next yes. And there are, I think, 7.7 billion people in the world. Your people are out there. Your yeses are out there. Just get comfortable with the no's. Number five, practice affirming your goals every single day. Every single day. And what this will do is impact your subconscious mind. You know, where think of elevator music will get stuck in your subconscious mind. You know, you're not trying to remember the elevator music. You're not trying to have that song stuck in your head, but it's in there. And so things get into our subconscious mind. And this could be a whole podcast, like uh, the things that are on the news or, you know, probably everything that we talked about with self-sabotage, you know, like those senses, but I'm broke, but I have kids, you know, but I have student loans, but I don't have time, but I'm shy, I'm an introvert. Those things are in our subconscious mind. So we have to replace that with things like, I'm doing this because I have kids. I'm doing this because I'm broke. I'm doing this because I want time. You know, I I want to pay off my student loans and this is what's going to help me do it. So when I first got offered my first salary job, I didn't even negotiate (laughs) because I didn't think I was worth more than $30,000 a year. Now, do you want to know what my affirmation is? I am so happy and grateful now that I make $30,000 a month. $30,000 a month. And that really is one of my goals for within the next year. $30,000 a month. That's what I signed my first contract at for a year. And oh my gosh, I just can't explain how much growth happens within that time. Like I seriously feel like network marketing is just a self-development journey with a compensation plan attached. I didn't believe my worth until I repeated these affirmations over and over every single day. And another thing about the subconscious mind is it prefers pictures. So make a dream board, make a, um, a dream book, whatever you need to do, make it on Canva, even if you don't want to do the material part or the over app, but have something visual where you can look at every single day. And I'm not even to the point where I think I'm going to be a millionaire anymore. I know, I know I'm going to be a millionaire. I know who I'm becoming. I think of her every single day. So let's repeat these five ways to overcome self-sabotage. Number one, identifying the behavior. Number two, finding an accountability partner or community. Number three, learn what is making you tick. Number four, get comfortable with the failure. And number five, practice affirming your goals, who you're becoming every single day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was valuable for you. If so, please leave me a review. 
on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, and join my community on Facebook, the Balanced Stepline Podcast Community, where we wake up together every Monday morning, we make our bed, we practice affirmations, we you know get ready for our day together. And then every Thursday night where we do a live training, usually on the podcast topic, but we always get together on Monday mornings and Thursday evenings, and I would love to have you join us. Until we meet again, namaste. I am so proud of you for doing what it takes to take your business to the next level, for growing your mind and developing your skills. I can't wait to see you on the next episode, but in the meantime, join our Facebook community, the Balanced Upline Podcast Community, where we wake up together on Monday mornings and we do an additional training on Thursday evenings. We would love to have you join us. Until then, I will see you soon. Namaste.